Okay, this is Zayn Yaakov. We are at entry Zion on page Kuf Pei Amar Rabbi Yechanan Mishum Rabbi Shimon Ben Yechai. Here we go. He says, Kol Adam Sheesh Pei Gasas Haruach. Anybody who has an ego problem, anybody who has even a little bit of ego, Ke'evid Avedas Ke'chavim. I'm saying even a little bit because Sheesh Bei. That doesn't mean that he's a he's a Baal Gaiva Gasruach. That's Sheesh Bei Gasas Ruach. Many Achrenim Amudayik in this. There's anybody who has even Gasas Ruach inside them. So anybody who has some Gasas Ruach inside them, if this doesn't apply to you, come back after Mariv and we'll talk about other things. But right now we're talking about Kol Adam Sheesh Bei Gasas Haruach Ke'evid Avedas Ke'chavim. It's as if they've worshipped idols. It's pretty serious. Because it says in one place, it is a teva, anybody who has gaiva. And it says in another place in the Torah, you're not supposed to bring a teva, which there is idolatry, into your house. So anybody who's an egotist is called a teva, and anybody who does idolatry is called a teva. So teva, teva, there you go, same thing. Rabbi Chama Bar Chanina Amar, he says, Did I skip a line? Sorry, my, my page is wet, that's why. Because Mendel spilled seltz all over my book. It's on the recording. Now everybody knows. Rabbi Yechanan Didei Omer. Kilu Kaifa Be'eker. Not in a shaker, as if he's Kaifa Be'eker. Anybody who has Gatsas Ruach, it's as though he has denied the very fundaments of the faith. Shnemar. As it says in the Pazak, Your heart will become grand. You'll have a grandiose thoughts. You'll be a Balgaiva. What comes next? You forget God. Kaifa Be'eker. Rabbi Chama Bar Chanina Omer. He says, finally, it's as though the person has gone has had relations with every one of the forbidden relationships in the entire Torah. Ooh. How do we know? Same way we knew about Avedizara. Pay attention. Ksivacha says over here, that is a teva. Anybody who has gaiva is a teva. And Ksiv Hasaman, it says over there, they call all of the Arayas the Teivas also. So anything that is called a Teiva is the same as all the other Teivas, which is useful. Ula Amar, Kilu Bama. It's as though he built a Bama. Shinema, a Bama is one of those private altars we're not allowed to have nowadays. <clears throat> Rashi understands this as being an, a, 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 uh, an altar to Avedazara. So not as really a Bama. The way Rashi understands this is that it's as if you built an altar to Avedazara, and it's the same Shita that Rabbi Yechanan Mishim, Rabbi Shem Ben Yechai had, that it's as though you've offered idol worship. But no, I'm so, well, I meant it for a different reason. It's uh, beneficial to know. I, I, I shouldn't uh, just say things and leave them there, right? Uh, it's good to know that all the toevas and the terror are connected. People get very excited uh, about some toevas and not other ones. People get very excited about some toevas, but the Gemara here is telling us that all the toevas line up perfectly. Toevas Hashem Kol Gvalev, toevas and Avedazara, toevas Arayas. Any toeva you see in the terror, that's the that's the same problem. So it's, I think it's useful to know that all the, uh, there's not like levels in toeva, 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 and that includes gaiva. Just good to know. Okay. Ula Amar, Kilo Banabama, and as I just told you, Rashi says this is to Avedazara, but other people, a lot of the Achrenim, don't really understand it that way. Abama is Abama. Abama is usually a private altar. That is, that it's dedicated to God, but it's, uh, God doesn't like it. It's not in the base of Mikdash. You build an altar to God in your backyard. Not great. Keep yourselves away from a person who has his soul in his nose. Because what kind of a person is he? What kind of a person is he? Somebody who has his soul in his nose. You met such people? What kind of a person is a Balgaiva? Don't hang out with him. Because he's Nechshav Kibama, not He's like a Bama. Don't hang out with people who are Balgaiva because he's like a Bama. We have a million things to talk about. I went through the whole thing because some of them are all looped together. So I just want to start with the beginning, with uh, Gasa Saruach being like a Vedazara. We said at the beginning, the Gasa Saruach, Baal Gaiva, is like a Vedazara. That's in Tanya. And the Al-Sadeba has a, has a bit of a, has like a field day with it. So it's a major part of chapter 22. I want to actually read you the, the section. Um, oh. In 22 less, so. We'll read it, we'll read it, we'll see. 
Yeah, it's ke'ovid, right? They're, they're all ke. It's not the same. And actually, we're going to talk about that at the end. Kiel, oh, I, I, that, that diok I haven't noticed. I didn't notice. I didn't notice anybody who noticed it. I don't know. Cool. Didn't notice it. Tanya at the end of chapter 22 says, Lachen amru razal. Therefore, the chazal told us, Shigatsas haruach shkula ke'ovid is a mamish. Do you hear that? Shikula kevet is out of mamish, says the Alter Rebbe. Okay, but shikula ke mamish. So you, you figure it out. Shikula ke mamish. Um, <clears throat> it's like kacha mamish kiviyachal. You know that Lushan? Kacha mamish kiviyachal. I, I don't know what to do with those either. But anyway, the Alter Rebbe is very, very meduyuk in his words. And he says, L'chein amru razal, shikatsa ruach shikula kevet is out of mamish. That being a baal gaiva, is very, having ego, is exactly the same as, exactly equal to Avedizara. Ki ikur v'shodesh Avedizara. Let me, almost exactly. Let me tell you why. Ki ikur v'shodesh Avedizara. Where does Avedizara come from? Hu ma'ashin nechshav l'dabar p'nei atzmei nifred mikdushasa shalmakim v'lekfira b'ashem l'gamre. Avedizara doesn't come from not believing in God. It comes from believing that you exist and that the things that you like exist separate from God. It comes from making distinctions, from distinguishing yourself and the world around you from God and not seeing God as part of the everything. Therefore, there is a there is a close connection between Gaiva and Avedazara. When I see myself as a Yesh, when I see myself as separate from God, when I say, when I, think that, uh, when I think that going to work is where I get my Parnasa from and not directly from Hashem, this is a mini form of Avedazara, maybe not even a mini form. When I, recognize, when I, when I feel that I am an individual that, has, that is nifred from Hashem, that is a form of Avedazara, and that is also exactly what Gaiva is. The Altar Rebbe says more at the end of chapter 22, but Ayin Sham. As far as Gossus being like a Bama, which is later on down here, Kilu Bana Bama. I already told you the Rashi that, it's a, that he says it's a Bama to have a Zara, so it's the same as somebody who worships idols. But the Teres Haknaeis, the Ben Yoda, many other Achrenim, they say it's a Bama to Hashem. And the Sefer Teres Haknaeis, I don't quote very often, but he says something beautiful about this. He's an Achren that's only on Masech Seita. So Masech Seita is missing most of its Rishenim and Achrenim. You're missing like all the regulars. As we said in the regular Seita Shir, even Tesis doesn't necessarily show up. The Tesis on the page, according to the Chidal, isn't the real Tesis. A lot of your go tos don't show up. So uh, a lot of Achrenim came in to fill the voids. There are a whole lot of Svarim that are just on Seita. Very interesting. So there's a Sefer called Teres Haknais, which is just on Seita, which says that uh, Abama to Hashem is an attempt to be holy and make a home for God in a place that he doesn't want to be. That's what Abama is. When I build a bum in my backyard, what am I doing? I'm saying, I think that God would like it if I put an altar in my backyard, even though God said, I actually would really not like it if you do that. Somebody who does that is expressing the tachlis ha-ego. There's no greater ego than that. There's no greater ego than declaring that I think I know what God wants. So uh, he says that when somebody has even a little bit of ego in their heart, you have the same problem. If you have frequently have a tamad chacham, frequently, unfortunately, if you have a tamad chacham will say, look, my ego is for God. I'm serving God by being an egotist. I'm serving God by showing off because everybody needs kovat teira, needs to be out there in the world. And the answer is you're building a bummer. You think that you're using your ego in a way that God wants when God says that he doesn't want any of it. He doesn't want maybe a shminish of a shminish, but not that way. I think people, you, you, you learn the kutte diburim. You know the not the Kutte de Burma, sorry, Sefer Zechrenis. You know Sefer Zechrenis. You probably also learned the Kutte de Burma. I didn't mean that. I just mean you know Sefer Zechrenis. So that's Sefer Zechrenis buddies. You know, there's one of my favorite stories in Sefer Zechrenis is that near the beginning of the Hasidic movement in the town of Kharki, one of the early Hasidim, he tries to get all of the Rabbanim to fight over who's going to get the biggest honor at Simchas Terah by saying that the next Aliyah, he claps the bima and says the next Aliyah goes to the most humble guy in the room and they, they almost come to blows. I mean, I am far more humble and they're fighting with each other. This is what the Tiz the Sefer Terah is talking about. I, don't, I, I think it works in the other direction, though, and this is the part that I found so interesting. There are a lot of people, I used to hear this a lot on campus, people saying things like, I don't believe in organized religion, I am trying to build my own relationship with God, I feel, I feel maybe that there's a certain way to do things, I feel that, how can God want this, I feel this, 
That is the absolute utmost ego that there could possibly be to say that I think I know how God wants the relationship Everybody to go. And, and what is that? And what is that really? That's a bummer, right? It's not, it's not a vidisara, that's a bummer. That is, I'm serving God, but I'm building it exactly in the way that he doesn't want. And that really is the, the utmost form of ego. <clears throat> how are we for time? Not bad, let's keep going. There is a beautiful shlo, which we're going to talk about in the main ship. There's a beautiful shlo who says that all of these are tied together. He sort of says they're all tied together. The way that I'm reading him, he says they're all tied together. He says each of these days can be understood as sort of a continuum. I want to give you the entire continuum. So somebody who has a little bit of gaiva in them, that means that they also learn Torah and do mitzvahs, because it's gas bai, yesh bai gasas ruach. He has in him some gasas ruach. So what is he also? It's also a mensch. You sit next to him in shul. Sometimes he leads your ein yakov shir. I have to do it at least once every time, Mendel, because of you. Sometimes you, you, you know this guy. He lives in your neighborhood. He's a normal guy who also has gases of Such a person, uh, he has an ego problem. And how does that happen? It's because he builds a bummer. He convinces himself that uh, everything he has, he deserves. He builds an altar for himself and says, I believe in God, but I believe in my own power to decide where the bummer goes. So he believes he built himself up. He believes he earned what he has. I'm, uh, I'm doing well because of me. I pulled myself up by my own bootstraps. And therefore, he develops an ego problem because he sees himself as a bummer. This then gets worse and worse. So does a person, such a person, does he really believe in God? Absolutely. Does he only believe in God? No, he has a shittuf problem. He believes that he's God and God's God, right? God helps me make money, but I also help me make money. So when somebody has shittuf, that is for a Jew, a form of a vidazar, and it's as though he worshipped idols. Wait a minute. It's as though he worshipped idols. When somebody has two gods, when somebody has two gods, what ends up happening after a little bit of while, a little while, anytime you have two things, you make, the ik, you make the ikr tuffle, exactly. You take the thing that doesn't matter and make it the ikr, and what do we call that when we take the ikr, and we, when, we, when, we are, when we take the tuffle and make it the ikr, when one of them is God, kefir be'ikr, that's kefirah. So that's as though he was kefir be'ikr, and the last one is that he'll continue to serve God, but only for the reward. He, uh, he says, I, I want to enjoy God, I want to enjoy the reward that I get from God, but I don't want a relationship with God on God's terms, I just want it to feel good. And what is that? Every one of the arayas and the terror. There's no marriage there, there's no meaningful relationship, there's simply somebody seeking taiva. And in a lot of ways, there's some people, unfortunately, who are worshipping God in the way of taiva. They do it just for the reward, and they're full of ego, meanwhile, all the time. So the shloh puts all of these together into one big bundle of gases haruach, Problems. I want to talk a little bit before we end about Gases Haruach and Chassidus, especially since on Cholamite we've been, our tradition has been to go a few minutes late because we, we have Mariv anyway, so we go a little late for Ein Yaakov, right? You, you, oh, problem? No, I saw you look, you looked at your watch a little too seriously, you made me nervous. I'm very sensitive, I'm very sensitive. Um, there's several Igris on Pesach, several times when the Rebbe writes about Pesach in Igris, he mentions that Chametz is Gases, I'm sure you've heard this one before, Chametz is Bittel, because Chametz is flat, uh, I'm sorry, no. matzah is bitzel because matzah is chametz is flat. I know. <laughs> matzah is flat, matzah is bitzel. Bread rises, so it's full of gases. But he adds in a lot of letters that says in the Zayar that somebody who eats chametz on Pesach is also like somebody who did a Vedazara. Why might that be if chametz corresponds to gasus, which corresponds to yeshos and, and, and gaiva, then we already learned that somebody who has that gaiva is as though they've worshipped idols. So when the Zayar tells us that somebody who eats chametz is like they have worshipped idols, that may well be because someone who eats chametz has been displaying spiritually a gasus and a gaiva, which is the reason why the Rebbe says this in two or three letters. That's the reason why the Zayar says that about a Vedazara being connected to chametz. Um, you might remember from our Shia on Derech Metzesecha, then Derech Metzesecha, the Tzemach Tzedek stresses at some length that the beginning of Amunah is Bittel, that's where faith comes from. Faith is born on the night that we have Bittel and eat a flat piece of bread. Michled, we eat the food of faith and it's flat and it's 
Dat Bittel and it's got no gases in it at all. So it just makes some sense. I don't remember this being in Derech Mitzvah but it just makes some sense that the opposite of that would be Chametz and Gasos. And that might also be a reason why Gasos is something that can cause Kfira, which can cause Avedazara, because if Bittel is what gives birth to faith, then you would think that Gasos would be what gives birth to Avedazara. And if Matzah is Bittel, then Gasos should be Chametz. I'm just connecting the dots. The Rebbe has a Sechan Mem Gimel. Just found a really cool Lushen here I wanted to share with you. That somebody who is Yesh by Gasus Haruach. What's the Lushen here? Call it him Sheesh by Gasus Haruach. What does it mean, Yesh by Gasus Haruach? The Rebbe says, I'll read it to you. Peter Shadavarhu, Sharuchnias Hiba Vichinas Gasus Vavios. That is that somebody has a spirituality, a spiritual life, and their spirituality is Vigasus. There's somebody who is coarse on the spiritual side. Uh, he doesn't give examples. I can try to come up with a couple of them. That is, this is somebody who's not, they're not coarse in that they're a physical person. It's that their ruchnias is coarse. I, can th- I, I think I know what he means, but I'm not yeah. completely sure. My guess would be that this is somebody who engages in davening in a coarse way, who engages in learning in a coarse way. There's ways to be, there's ways to be a novel, but a shosa terra, and there is, there's ways to be novel in terra. So I assume that's what that means, but he doesn't spell it out. I want to say one more thing, and then we're done, and we'll go into Mairev. Uh, on the subject just of what's happening in this paragraph, we just took a relatively minor prohibition. Please excuse me, Rabbi Yechanan, Mishum, Rabbi Shim, Ben Yechai, and everybody else on the page. We're taking a relatively minor sin here. We're taking ego. Who doesn't have a little bit of it, right? I mean, I think most of us have a little more than Shminus, Shabashminus. I have a good deal more. We generally don't think of this as our worst quality. And we're talking, we're saying it's a Vedazara, we're saying it's building a Bama, it's like having relations with all the Arayas. I get that they're Psukim. My, my father used to tell me, we used to talk about this all the time, he used to complain about this. Go, is, is it true in the Gemara? I think I'm, you, I remember you saying many times, it seems to the Gemara that everything is the same as a Vedazara. You ever, you ever get that feeling? Yeah. Like, oh, this is as bad as this is by design. This is, at some point, you know, is, is there a value really to taking minor prohibitions and saying that they're as bad as something else? So I found something beautiful from the Baal. Like, the Baal Shem Tov tells us that everything we see is Vashkacha Pratis. So if I see somebody doing an Aveda, that's God telling me either that I've done the Aveda or that I'm Shaykh to the Aveda, that I could do that kind of Aveda. But what about when I see somebody doing a serious Aveda and I know that I didn't do it and I know I'm not Shaykh to it? What about that? I mean, that must happen to people sometimes. I, I, we could say, you could say, you could say, you could say, uh, that uh, you could say difficultly, that maybe we're all shy to every Avera at the end of the day. You know, one thing leads to another. Maybe we all could be, but I don't think so. I think that I see certain Averas that I've never done and that I'm not shy to. So why'd God show me that? The Baal Shem Tov says, in those cases, you're supposed to go back into the Gemara and find the Ki'ilus. Go back and find the Ki'ilus. I see somebody worshiping idols. I'm, I've never worshipped an idol. I'm not going to worship an idol. I'm not shy to worship an idol, I think. I, I assume not. Why God show me somebody worshipping an idol? Because I have a Gassus Ruach problem. And he tells you, so if you look throughout all the Gemara's Ki'ilus, those Ki'ilus are there for if you do see an Avera and find that you can't connect it to anything you've ever done or anything you ever would do, connect it to what the Gemara says it's equal to, that's what God's trying to tell you. So in that case, we do need to know every single one of them so that we can solve all of our problems. Thank you all very much.